Well, hello there. Thanks for joining me today and Pastors Positive Mental Health Institute. Um, I am Kirk, your fearless host. Uh, anyway, I just encourage you, um, if this is beneficial to you, please uh, continue to like and share and subscribe. Please share it with others and encourage them to subscribe. Again, this is a great podcast, hopefully simple enough. Um, to help the church, help pastors flourish in their position, because when the pastor is flourishing, then the church is more likely to flourish. And again, um, this is an opportunity for us to work together as the body of Christ and to build one another up in love. And so a lot of times we want to look at this idea of, of how do pastors find joy in ministry? And so I'm going to go over a little article, one page, not a lot, uh, but a little article that really kind of has some practical things. And it's it's speaking to the pastor. But I think as we speak to the pastor, I can also um, help uh, church members help the pastor, right? So as we speak to the pastor, how does that look? And then church members can go, oh, this is something that helps the pastor, uh, maybe I can participate in that. So let's dive in. Um, so what are the, here's a five things, one, two, three, four, excuse me, four things that bring joy to a pastor. You know, I can't count. It doesn't really matter. But the first thing is to remember God is working. I mean, there are times in ministry where it just feels like drudgery. Um, I remember one time as I was reviewing the pastor that I was assisting years ago, I said, it kind of feels like we are in a ministry of molasses, right? You're just really struggling to get through. And there are seasons in ministry that are like that, some longer than others, some shorter. Um, but remember that God is working. And so I want to encourage you as a pastor to look for those areas. And they might be small. It's kind of like when, when your kid's are little and you're like, are they ever going to grow out of this phase? And eventually you look back and go, oh, they have grown out of it. And then the neighbors come or, or relatives come and they haven't seen them in a, in, in a while. Like, oh, you're growing so big. We didn't see that because we're so involved in it. And so we need to step back and go, where are those little things? I remember years ago, uh, one of our kids had this profound statement. He was young, you know, maybe 10 years old, profound statement. And he said something that was so godly and so rich. And my, and my my wife was like, oh, look at that. And I said, hold on to that because we don't know when we're going to see it again. And so it's one of those things where I think it's important that we remember God is working, number one, because he says he's working. And so we know that he is working. And so we trust the word of God that he is working. His word as we preach doesn't go, doesn't return void. It does its effectual work. And then if you're a church member, I want to encourage you to share with your pastor how God is working in your life. Share that what they're doing is, is not not returning void. Share that what they're doing is actually having a, an effect on you uh, and, and it's helping you in your walk. So the second thing is to remember that God is for you. Pastors, I know we know this. I know we preach this, but sometimes we just feel like maybe God has removed his favor from us because nothing is going right. And this is part of that, again, that that uh, that breakdown that we find in 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 how we move towards burnout. 
And it quickly goes from, from emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, before you know it, you just feel like everything you do is a failure. Remember, God is for you. What shall we say? If God is for us, who can be against us? Romans chapter 8, verse 31, he who did not spare his own son, he loves you. And, and so we need to know that he is for us and not against us. And it's one thing just to you know, say, well, he's for me. But sometimes it's hard for us to think that he, you know, that he's not against us. And one thing that I like to tell people, and it's been revolutionary to my walk, is that God doesn't just love you. Because we can accept that, oh, he loves us. He likes you. You know, when you look in the mirror and you don't even like what you see, God sees something that not only he loves and cherishes, but he likes, and he is for you. So so hold on to the one who is faithful. And then if you're a church member, um, sometimes you need to remind your pastor that God is working and that you're so glad that, that his message is coming to you and, and you're hearing from him and, and that, hey, God is for us. Isn't that wonderful? Saying those words to know that God is for me um, and you say that to a pastor, boy, that really lifts the spirit of the pastor. Simple stuff, right? Um, also, shout out to Cadence and Zach. Thanks for listening, as always, and supporting and sharing. Again, I encourage all of you to support and share. Um, please, um, I think that what this, um, we're seeing a trend in the church today, and the mental health of pastors is in great decline. And so what I offer is, is this positive mental health, which is a preventative measure. And so we prevent those things that, that cause burnout. And we, we want the, the, the kingdom of God to flourish. And we see that it is, that in the church and in the United States especially is in decline. And we really want to make a difference. The third thing is to remember to enjoy his blessings. Um, this is a challenge sometimes. We, we, we don't enjoy the blessings of the Lord, maybe because we're not recognizing them or we feel guilty for enjoying them because we know that we feel uh, just poor about our ability to help others. And, but remember to enjoy his blessings. Enjoy your marriage. Enjoy the gift of family. Enjoy the blessing of a church body. Enjoy the fact that, that he has given you this high calling. Enjoy the blessings of, phys of physical health, maybe, or, or, or material things that he has given you. Take the time to enjoy them and also enjoy relationships with people within the church. I think sometimes we get so focused on a couple things. I got to get work done. I got to get this thing done. Or the, this problem is, is taking my attention. This future event, I've got to get everything in a row. And then, or I need to spend, I don't want to spend too much time with this person or that person because I don't want anyone to think, you know, listen, take the time to spend time with the blessing of the people in your church. Now, as a church member, I think it's important that you go, am I a blessing to my pastor or not, right? And so how can I be a blessing to the pastor? How can I bless that pastor? How can I help them have reason to remember and enjoy his blessings? How am I blessing that pastor? And so I encourage you um, that you would look to that and find ways to bless the pastor and also encourage the pastor to enjoy blessings, enjoy the blessings of time off with 
which leads us to the last one here, and remember to rest. Um, now, we know that uh, that this is always a challenge. Pastors typically don't take a day off. They might say, hey, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm off on this day, yet their cell phone is available, um, and, and they will respond, hopefully, when, there is, when crisis arrives. A lot of pastors have a hard time leaving the area for a vacation or whatnot um, because they, they, if, what if something happens and they're not there to care for the pastor? So it's important that the pastor realize that, first of all, the church is God's. And the people of God are the people of God. They're not your people. And you do want to care for them well, but God cares for them more than you. Now, that doesn't mean that you flippantly say, I can take off whenever I want. But you do need to remember to rest because we don't rest well. Uh, Even in our society, we don't rest well. We play well, but we don't rest well. And so I want to encourage you to take the time to rest. It doesn't mean you're sitting around um, sleeping all day, but it means that you're you're actually just being filled up by by enjoying hobbies, by resting, um, by uh, really taking account for yourself. Um, and again, the steward of your body, being a good steward of what God has given you. And then, if you are a church member, I want to encourage you to help your pastor to rest. Um, you know, if you're on a, the deacon board or an elder board, however you're set up, a council or a lay leaders in your church, um, do your job to, to know that when the pastor is resting or away on vacation or something, that they know that you are going to take care of the things that come up, that you can handle it, and um, that, that they need to, to be able to truly disconnect and rest. Easier said than done. Um, again, but as, as church members, are we saying, uh, are we protecting? Are we asking the pastor, hey, what days do you have off? Or what, what do you like to do that gives you rest? How can I help you rest? What can I do for that? And so I want to encourage you to look for those ways to help them rest. Remember, a rested pastor is an energized pastor, which helps the ministry. And it's good for you too, as a church body, that you would learn to rest. And pastors, you are giving examples uh, to your people. I remember uh, years ago, I was in a large ministry and there were several of us pastors on staff. And I remember us sitting in a pastor staff meeting and we just sat there and we said, you know, we are poor examples to our congregation. We tell our congregation that they they need to rest, and yet we're on 24-7. None of us rest. We're here every day. We tell our congregation that it's important to come worship, and yet um, most of us are running in at the last minute, are missing worship service because there's two services, and we have things to do, and people are, are, are vying for my attention. And, and so I think that it's one of those things that pastors, you need to realize that, that you are setting an example, not just in word, but also in deed. And so it's important that that people rest. It's important, pastor, that you rest. So that's it for today. Um, uh, hey, it's almost Thanksgiving, so I hope you have great plans next week. I'll try to maybe uh, maybe do a little bit of an interview next week. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to be in Texas um, with my son, who's a pastor, and his family, and my son-in-law, who's in ministry and whatnot. Um, maybe we'll just have a little roundtable and goof off, or maybe I won't do anything next week because I'll be resting and enjoying my blessings and remembering how great God is working and that he is for me. So 
Maybe I'll just practice what uh, we read about today. Anyway, so please, again, I'll put my contact information if there's some, some question you have or you know of someone who might need me to reach out to them, please give just feel free to drop me an email. Check out the website, ppmhi.org. That's Pastors Positive Mental Health Institute. Um, and so you can just type that in. It'll come up, ppmhi.org. Um, I encourage you, please, to share this podcast and, and subscribe. Uh, also, you don't want to miss any content, but also it really helps build this message that we're trying to get out to the church. So anyway, um, enjoy, and together let's build one another up in love and help the church flourish. God bless. Mm-hmm.